Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Third Party. I'm Sydney. I'm Savannah. And unfortunately, we don't have Samantha today, but we found a replacement. Not that Samantha can be replaced, but <laughs> we have a special guest with us, and it's Ellie. Hi, everyone. I initially wanted Ellie to be like behind the couch and like have her like pop out, but we had to set everything up. And I want I want to guess like who the guest was, but anyway, if you you've probably honestly seen Ellie, the blonde girl, all over our social media accounts, all over all of our Instagrams. The so, girl. yeah, thanks, Sydney. <laughs> no, for real, I think all my college friends recognize you from my Instagram and social media posts. So it'll be nice to introduce you and have people actually like. Get a sense of your personality. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy to be here and to take the place of the third sister. Um, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sad Samantha couldn't be here. But um, yeah, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Yes. And Ellie has been our roommate for the past like week. So at this point, <laughs> she is a sister, which she was before, but now she's a roommate too. Ellie's been here for literally 10 days, everyone. Well, she's going to be here <laughs> yeah. for 10 days. Yeah, and I've already been here for a week. I know. It's getting to be a long trip. Everyone's surprised I'm still in the city, but can't leave. <laughs> if you can't already sense the tension. We've had we've had a really good time, but it's felt funny because like I said, Ellie's our sibling. But okay, let's tell the audience how we met each other, just like a backstory about where we know you from and how we all became friends. And I guess since you're the guest, Ellie, you can start from your perspective. Sure. So we all met in high school. And uh, when I was 14, I moved to Cleveland um, from having lived the majority of my childhood overseas, um, moving around, living as an expat. Um, and so when I moved to Cleveland, which is where my family is originally from, um, I attended school at Sydney and Savannah. And even before school got started, I was trying out for the tennis team. And so went to my first day of tryouts. I was very nervous, I remember, uh, because I didn't know if I would make it, which now I know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I would have made it no matter my skill level. Everybody makes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our school was not like the sports school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I was really nervous, uh, and I remember sitting down on the bleachers before practice started and literally just looking around and wondering if I should talk to someone. And I actually was like, oh, there's that girl. And she's like, not talking to anyone, but I thought she was in like the 11th grade because she was <laughs> so much taller than me and stuff. And so... <laughs> I like sat next to her and I was like, hi, I'm Ellie. Like, have you, you know, been on the tennis team before? And she's like, oh no, I'm a freshman too. And that was Savannah. And so that's how Savannah and I became good friends. And we would spend every day together and um, very quickly we came close. And so thankfully I had her as a friend because then when I rolled up to the first day of school, a lot of people knew each other. And actually, even before the first day of school, we had like an orientation thing um, where we like did a sleepaway, whatever. Oh, and uh, that was when I first met Samantha in Sydney. And I, yeah, I feel like, I don't know how you guys felt about me, but 
I'm sure Savannah had been reporting about me yeah. before then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're perfect. But I, I liked yeah. you guys. <laughs> Although I was kind of intimidated, I think, because I was like, Savannah's my friend, but like Savannah or Sydney and Samantha are like unknown very <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, I'll give my perspective really quickly. Yeah, I remember when Ellie sat down next to me thinking that I was a junior. <laughs> but first of all, just to say, everyone, I did not know these people. They were all significantly older than me, the people who were there first. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, I don't know who to talk to. I was nervous, too. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, because a lot of a lot of people who had played tennis at our school didn't come back to play tennis when I was in eighth grade, which was perfectly fine. It wasn't like... I love those girls anyway, so I was happy to have new people. And then, um, yeah, so Ellie comes down, sits down next to me, starts talking, and I remember when Ellie was like, I'm from Japan. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so crazy at the time. So, yeah, that was my perspective, meeting Ellie. thought she was very nice and friendly. And um, then I think we started practicing together and learned that Ellie lived, like, close to our home, like, Mm -hmm. 10, 15 minutes away mm-hmm. at most. But yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely heard about you through Savannah because I would hear like about the tennis people because we're excited to go to high school and have like some new characters yeah. in the mix. And I hadn't met you, like I didn't know your face looked like anything until maybe we saw your Instagram, I don't know. Until the like retreat that we went on. And I remember vividly. The shirt you're wearing, and I remember <laughs> the shoes you're wearing, because I just remember going to a retreat, like, just really studying every single person, and it was so funny, like, getting a first impression. But I thought you are very friendly, you are very social, because you weren't in my group, you are in, like, a different group. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I feel like we didn't become close friends. Like, you were Savannah's friend in the, like, friend group we had. This is a story for another time, podcast listeners. But in the friend group that we had, you were like Savannah's friend. I feel like we didn't become close. Like, we're all friends, but we didn't become close until, like, maybe end of freshman year. But, like, I feel like we're all, like, friends with, like, in general, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So our relationship has just developed since then. What was I wearing? You're wearing a green shirt with a sloth on it. I remember that. Oh my god, why would I do that? <laughs> we're freshmen, okay? Like, we don't know. Like, I don't think... <laughs> and we were in the woods. We are in the mud. I think it was... I think it was this, like, blue shirt I had that had, like, Big Bird on it. Oh, it, it was like, something like that. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. Well, we're in, we're just now starting high school. We're Guys, this retreat <laughs> was at a camp, basically. We're in the mud. Yeah. We're canoeing. Yeah. So you might as well wear the worst thing yeah, you got. Yeah, maybe I was... Hopefully, maybe I was wearing it because I wasn't afraid to get it dirty. But yep, this one girl I actually remember was wearing like some free city sweatpants, and then they were destroyed. They were, by the yeah, end. they were just like yeah. destroyed. And they were white too, so I'm like, you know what? At Ooh. least you made the right move. Right. Yeah. But okay, uh, if we were to describe Ellie, since I guess people already know who we are, Savannah, how would you describe her to like a stranger or a friend right now? See, okay, this is how I describe Ellie. I'd say that Ellie is a is a very friendly person, especially when it comes to meeting new people. I feel like you take the time to get to know people, talk to people, and whatnot. Um, I think that Ellie, if you're talking to her, she might bring up, oh, what book are you reading? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay, maybe not, but you, you can. You can Intellectually folk-inclined? I don't know the word. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe it. Yeah, I I co-signed that. 
message. I agree. I think Ellie's very social to new people and can like talk to anyone, which is a great quality I have. I think you like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like Savannah just said, like, we'll be walking around this city, being here in New York, and I'll be bringing up random facts that I didn't even know. Because I feel like you like to be, like, cultured on different things. But granted, you were, you did grow up, like, overseas, too. So you have, like, a cultural perspective, I feel like, on life more so than a lot of other people. Or, like, interested in learning about different cultures, whatever, and just learn about history. So I think that's something that you really offer. And you're a person who likes deep discussion, which... We all do too. Why we have a podcast is why I feel like we all mesh and vibe. So I appreciate all that too. When we were walking to um, Whole Foods the other day, guys, because who doesn't love the Whole Foods hot bar? But Ellie was taking pictures of the buildings while we were walking down the street saying like, oh, like, let's take a moment and stop and look at this. Like, this is a piece of history. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never, I truthfully have never seen this. I feel like I'm very observant, but it would have been no- nothing I would have stopped to read. So I learned something new on my walk to Whole Foods because of Ellie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was very, a very New York moment. There was a um, Holocaust memorial on the side of a building, and it said, Indifference to injustice is the gateway to hell, which I thought was yeah pretty cool. Honestly, yeah, I'm here for I, yeah. It was really fascinating. Um, mom, like I've never seen that either. Okay, to, I'm gonna return to. the favor to. This is very uh honest because I did not think about this at all. But in like two words, how I describe each of you. Well, I would start off probably with the same word because I think at the core of it, a lot of the reason that we're friends is because we share like the same values mm-hmm. and. I'd probably say that both of you guys I would consider very like kind um people and I think Thanks. that thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that comes from the fact that you're you're both very empathetic and uh considerate and, and generous really. Um but then also I feel like Spana Hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I discovered. Don't worry, we have an editor. Combative. We get it. <laughs> and also a uh, very a curious person. Uh, okay. Guys, Ellie is the only person I'm combative. Yeah, what do you mean? I know what it means. I know what Ellie means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you know. We've been together for 10 thing. days, people. <laughs> We've been together for a while. Okay. And Sydney, I would say you're very. Uh, I'm an angel. I'm not combative. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> angel. That's not how I describe you. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, I would say focused and um, kind of disciplined. Although, Savannah, I do think that applies to you too in certain cases. Ooh. But <laughs> but yeah, I I think of that when I think of Sydney. Very like ambitious. I think of Savannah as being very like motivated too yeah but anyways there you go okay we'll, we'll take it we'll take it i okay do you consider that accurate <laughs> okay we'll discuss in the car <laughs> okay guys can we take a walk down memory lane because high school if you've listened to this podcast you know how this ups and downs like for anyone but i feel like being in a small school and like being together all the time came with its moments so maybe we can each, like, if we can think of, like, a highlight or a major moment that you've experienced with Ellie they want to bring up on the podcast. It can be positive. It can be good, bad, funny, anything. Yeah. I feel like that could give some context to, like, our relationship. 
and what we've experienced. Okay, do you want to start, Sydney? Sure. Okay, so at this point in time, it's junior year of high school, and Savannah and Samantha were in an entrepreneurship class. So they weren't on campus, like at school, they were at like a different building. And I remember during this time in life, like junior year had its ups and downs, but I remember like Ellie being my go-to, obviously. So we were kind of together again, like often during the school school day. And this time prom was rolling around, like it was prom season, prom was coming up. And I felt like we had always like experienced that be like homecoming dance, that we prom together with Ellie. And it was so funny. I just don't know why. This just characterizes like our relationship for Ellie and how she's like really just a very reliable, solid friend and how like we go through things together because we were literally trying to find a prom group. This, I don't know why when I reflected on our life, this is where it came to mind. And I remember Ellie and I sitting together in a class, like discussing with each other, like, okay, are we gonna ask blank to like include us in their prom group? Guys, I don't know this. And so we're discussing with each other, hyping each other up like to ask. And when we asked, like, I remember the answer was, like, oh, maybe. And keep in mind, it's a junior year. Oh, and I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it was a maybe, I remember Ellie said to me, okay, well, regardless, we'll just do our own thing. Like, I just remember that being, like, the response. And I think that is a good indication of, like, even if we're going through some hard times, a problem with hard time, okay. Uh, even if we're going through a hard time, like, we're all in it together and, we did end up going with that prom group considering the invitation was a little lacking. We could have just done mm. our own thing anyway. But regardless, I think it was nice that we had a friend on the same wavelength, you, willing to support and all come together in times of need. And we're all going to just like figure things out in life. And I think that's been how it's been ever since then too. So that's the story I kind of think of. But also we've had some crazy stories of Ellie driving. Being in the car with her for that is an experience within itself. But that can be a novel. Also, we love watching Ellie fight with her sister back when that was like a period of life. I reflect on that and I'm like, (laughs) oh no, I can't believe you really saw me at my lowest point. (laughs) No, you've seen those too. But I remember those moments were funny. Like we went to a a Uh, Guardians game. It was funny. uh, I knew that. (laughs) That's like one of my biggest regrets. You can edit. Why did that happen? (laughs) But yeah. I'm trying to think of a like little funny story. Yeah, what's a funny one? But, um, I, guys, I remember in high school, Ellie might not like this one. Ellie, we were having a conversation <laughs> about somebody, and then we didn't realize the person was behind us. It was like one of those Disney Channel moments where it's like, Oh, she's behind. right behind me, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ellie ducked under the table like we were on Disney Channel. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, but then, no. <laughs> I I don't remember this story. We'll have to reconvene This was after. early in high school years, so yeah, you got to excuse. This was early. We That's was funny. That was funny. We spoke about <laughs> like the whole day, like the whole oh next two God. days. Well, I I mean there are a lot of stories. I feel like one. I honestly say sometimes that you guys are like my memory of high school because I feel like uh, I would forget a lot of these random moments if I didn't have three people to talk about it with. Um, but. Just, I think this is sweet. My my dad said this to me when we graduated. He said, well, 
You know, you definitely got at least three things out of this oh. high school experience. Oh, thanks, Mr. Joyce. <laughs> and he meant you three. So that was, yeah, that was very nice. Um, and it's obviously true. So, yeah. No, I agree with that. And even looking back to high school, I remember just feeling so stressed thinking, oh, I didn't have some big friend group after we had this whole falling out, which I'm pretty sure podcast listeners, you guys have heard this story time after time. But I don't know. Okay, because we had a little friend group freshman year and then we all had a falling out, except for Ellie was the only one who remained. And I think that um, just in general, if you guys are going through any sort of friend breakup, that you don't need a whole big amount of people like to post on Instagram with to have that like superficial friend group that we all see in the movies, but just a close friend. And it can just be one person, but just someone you can actually rely on and have deep conversations with. Yeah. But I think you have community and feel community with one person Mm -hmm. and you can feel no community with 10. So I agree with that statement overall. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So at least we learned that lesson early on. I feel like being Friends with us comes with some like random questions. And one of them is, what's it like being friends with triplets? Yes. Well, I will say you guys might not even know the extent that I get asked this question. Um, People will always ask me, in fact, when I say, oh, you know, I'm going to hang out with my my high school best friends. Oh, yeah, they're triplets. People always be like, oh, so which one are you closest to? Which I think is one such a misconception because even in like uh you can have multiple best friends right so why would it matter because your sister's like I have to have a favorite or mm-hmm. have one that I'm closest to um in particular because you three have very distinct separate personalities I think that it's funny that we're all close but honestly I think part of it is because um we, I really do think of us as being like kind of a friend group and like y- you all three have been there for me at different points in time in particular. So like Savannah, definitely at the beginning stages of high school, you know, we were uh, very close and you really supported me like transitioning into high school and stuff. And that's how I feel like I'll eternally think of you. And then Sydney, on the other hand, like the end of high school really solidified our friendship and it's typically one of the times that I think of you. So, and Samantha, actually, I usually think of her as being like either, <laughs> either junior year when we would fight like once a month, <laughs> like, <laughs> like big fights, just us two. And I would also make you guys like choose sides and listen, like, which I'm is actually so ridiculous. And um, and also freshman year of college, yeah, Samantha but... really like came through for me and she was just such a good friend, I feel like, in that transition to college life. And so I don't know, there's yeah. So, anyways, um being friends with triplets is not that crazy. It's not that different. The only than being friends with like three separate people, the only thing that is different is that you three definitely treat each other like family because you are family. And so I've always felt very absorbed into that family. And, uh, and because I think that my, again, I think the reason that we're such close friends is because we share a lot of similar values. And so I think that my family similarly tends to treat our close friends, uh, 
like they're members of our family. And that's how I grew up too, because I grew up kind of separate from extended family overseas. So my friends were my family. So you guys very quickly became my family. So yeah. No, I think that's a great answer. Thanks, Ellie. Yeah, I think there are twins and multiples who aren't friends with the same people. And mm-hmm. considering we're so close, it's great that we all vibe with the, like people with similar values. So it's good to have like an extension of like the siblings. So it doesn't even feel like a friend group at this point. It feels like a family come together. But yeah. Okay, how would you all describe how we've changed from high school and what ways we've changed? Because we've, I think like you're one of our longest friends. Like we've all had like obviously like different childhood friends, but the amount of time we spent together. So I think it's kind of interesting to like reflect on. I would say we've all become more confident. I even think the way we hold ourselves is different. Not that we walked around with our heads down, like not <laughs> but not looking people in the eye. But I definitely think even our eye contact has improved with random strangers. Mm-hmm. But I we, think that's like a yeah. teenage to adult thing, though, mm-hmm. too. You really do lack a sense of self, even if you don't yeah. realize it mm-hmm. when you're a teenager. So, yeah. I agree. We all have become a lot more confident. And I think that um, back in high school, we would think, oh, it's, we only have a small group of four or something like that, when it really wasn't that deep. And mm-hmm. now it's funny because I feel like we just have confidence within our friendships, within ourselves, and what we can offer. And the girl who we didn't got the maybe from the prom, <laughs> the prom. she texts every single one of us. <laughs> I know. But yeah, the end. That's my take. Yeah, I think that's very accurate too, especially on the confidence front, because we Ellie even moved to a whole new city. Yes. Ellie moved to Austin knowing how many people, like postgrad? Like one or two. Yeah. And I feel like just having the confidence to just do your own thing and be able to like be in your own circle and know that you're valuable even when you might not have anyone around you says a lot about a person. And even though it is like a teenage to young adult thing, I think there's some people still finding themselves or maybe still like trying to figure out how to be authentic in their lives. And I feel like we've done a good job of just like, accel- I don't want to say accelerating that process, but just like I being think, authentic. Yeah, I think being authentic, because obviously we also have a journey finding out different things about ourselves. But I think that um, we are starting to be and just in general true to ourselves yeah even in conversation if you disagree with somebody or um have a different opinion on someone we aren't afraid to say it. right i think we become intentional about i guess being ourselves or mm-hmm. being more intentional about that um mm-hmm. i feel like in particular too there's certain personality traits like i i think Savannah like I feel like I've seen you like mature a lot and in just like a lot of really valuable ways you care a lot less about others opinions of you and of others now and I think that's again just a a natural transition from being a young teenager to being a young adult but uh it's something that I've noticed and I think it goes hand in hand with confidence Mm -hmm. and growing that thank you (laughs) <laughs> now we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty saying is there anything that annoys you about the other person oh right because if we are siblings as I guess, a like, lot. Fight like <laughs> so who wants to start with honesty hour uh i'll start okay <laughs> i have to give it some thought okay well i mean 
genuinely there there are a couple of things but usually they're very like in the moment um and I feel like we're also pretty honest with each other so you guys probably already know these things anyways but for all the listeners out there I've been their roommate now for about a week and I forget what living with you guys is like even though I feel like I lived at your house during high school sometimes so I did know um and it's a great experience and I appreciate so much but one thing that cracks me up is like savannah i mean all three of you guys but savannah in particular just loves like the warmth and it's 94 degrees in new york city and it is too hot in the house and it's so funny because my house is always so cold and so it's a really hard adjustment to make because i did not grow up the same way with the same internal temperature, but I knew based on your house in high school how you guys liked it, but it's so funny. It drives me crazy. And then Sydney, I didn't even know she did this, or if I did, it never impacted me like it has now, but the alarm situation. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> the other day, and Samantha, too, is guilty of this, too, which is so funny. Uh the other day she says Ellie I have to get up at 6 a.m so I have to go to bed now okay no worries Samantha uh and um at 6 a.m the first alarm goes off and I'm like okay gotcha gotcha <laughs> and I'm sleeping on the couch so I hear it and <laughs> so it goes off for about five minutes gets turned off eventually so then the next one goes off at 6 45 and that's when I was like, okay, okay. And that one stayed on for a while where I started to get like fully woken up. And then uh finally gets turned off. Okay, okay. Well, then the next one goes off at 7.30. And it kept going off about every 30 minutes until 8.30 a.m. And that's when I thought, this is not a 6 a.m. adventure. This is an 8.30 a.m. adventure that some for some reason needs to start with alarms at 6 a.m and it was killing me but especially because we the three of us had gone to bed a little bit later that night because uh samantha like a little later than samantha because she had to get up early so i was like i'm on four hours of sleep (laughs) this is not easy but yeah Yes, guys, Sydney and Samantha do not wake up to their alarms. Or maybe they wake up, but they just let it keep running. I wake up. I knew you. I need like a transitional wake up in the morning. And I sleep through so many different things. Like I can sleep through people talking. I can sleep through the light on. Because I can't sleep. I feel like I'm. She can't sleep through me. Yeah, you guys are light sleepers. (laughs) Yeah, FX man, your internal temperature since Miami has changed, which I feel we're always like cold, but. Miami changed you, I think, honestly. But what about Ellie annoys us, I guess, could be our our segue. Mm, be honest, Sydney. I know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad it's taking you Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would say. Do you want to go light or heavy? I'm <laughs> I, I think know. that's true. That's how ruthless you want to be. You I can start to then. go light. Okay, so <laughs> keep it in mind. <laughs> we'll keep it in the okay. range of what was provided. I, say, I think that Ellie um, can be, and I don't even, Ellie's honestly has changed, I will say, because mm-hmm. I think that Ellie used to be a lot um, 
messier is the wrong word, but Ellie is now more organized than she used to be. I think. Truth. Yeah. Wow, that's actually, that is true, but mm. I didn't even know that it was something you could even pick up. <laughs> <laughs> because I do think that's true, but like... Exposing yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like now, because I remember one time when Ellie came to our, our house in high school, I remember I came into my room, I was like, her pants were on my floor. Socks on my floor. <laughs> I found her stuff in my bathroom. I was like, no. I felt I tossed it all in a hamper. But Ellie has been more organized now. She's been pe- keeping her dirty clothes in a hamper mm-hmm. and like folding stuff up. So she has been organized. I agree. Mm-hmm. I second- the only thing is so, uh, sometimes I trip over her shoes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's me being dramatic. But yeah, I agree with that as well. I think Ellie is a person who, if she's well, this might be Savannah too, not that you're in the yeah. equation. But if you're on your phone, like you can't listen to another conversation. Like if you're on your phone, you're on your phone. Or if you're reading something, like you're reading something. So I'll be talking to Ellie and Ellie will be reading like a random story. I'm like, oh, hello, I'm talking to you. So that would be what I'd say. It's not even like, wow, a huge annoyance, but that's just like a random statement. And I think that also happens to Savannah. And it's, it just feels like if you're like looking at something, uh, you have to like be focused on it, which has its pros. So at least like if you're in a conversation and getting someone's full attention, because Ellie will not have her phone at dinner. Like you're the type of friend if you're at a table sitting with Ellie, Ellie's not touching her phone, which I feel like with our generation that's rare. So I was gonna say one of my biggest pet peeves is that you guys can be a little bit glued to your phone. I think that all three of you have improved on that so much since like high school or early college or whenever. I feel like I noticed it the most, but, um, but yeah, that used to bother me a lot because I, because for me, it is an attention thing and I know I can't focus on two things. So I, you know, you feel like, oh, can they focus on two things? Yep. No, I think that's accurate. And Savannah and I actually downloaded this app, a plug, this app called Opal that like locks you off of all these different like social media apps <laughs> during the day. So at 9 a.m., I can't even go on Instagram, TikTok my camera roll so and it's made our friendship so much stronger <laughs> yeah it works it has Apple worked sponsor them <laughs> yeah for real well and today's episode ellie i mean i hope you're a loyal listener but if not we have a segment called party favors where we provide our listeners with a favor when they give in like their questions or problems and we like provide them with advice as a favor so i need to read the question from this week Someone said, I have a friend struggling with her mental health, and because of this, she engages in some risky, self-destructive behavior, like sleeping around, drugs, alcohol abuse. She's a good person and was a great friend, but I feel like we aren't on the same wavelength anymore. What do I do? Am I supposed to give the advice? We can all give advice, yeah. guys. I think someone else should start. I feel like I need a little bit more context behind this. I feel like the best thing you could do for your friend in this time is be a listening ear, but um, like just be there for that person and listen. Like if ever, whenever they have an issue or a problem, but if things feel like you can't handle it, because at the same time, um, we don't have all the answers. We aren't therapists. We aren't doctors. And if you think that something is something that you can't handle, I feel like don't be afraid to tell a trusted adult. 
You are the adult. You twenty three. <laughs> I know what you mean. Even more experience than us. Yeah. I also think too, it can be easy to feel sucked into other people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's not to say, but I also think that that's a bad mentality to have because when your friends going through something dark or deep, you you would want them to be there for you if that was the reverse. So I think that. But I also know that sometimes people can't hear about certain things or else it might trigger something in you. So be aware of what those boundaries are for yourself, but also be there for that person. Yeah, I think that was good advice. I know that personally that can be a little bit of a trigger for me. And so I think that it is like really hard. You have to balance like your own kind of like personal safety and like boundaries um, with supporting your friend. And so that is why it's good. I I agree with you, kind of like the teletrusted adult. I wouldn't phrase it exactly like that, but, you know, there are other people in this person's support network. You know, I think reaching out to another friend saying, are you seeing that this friend is exhibiting the same behaviors? Like, you know, and then then honestly, having an honest conversation, it's really hard. And you don't want to be accusatory, but especially those behaviors come with negative feelings, um, typically that that person is feeling. And so asking them, how are you feeling? You know, like getting to, um, to understand, you know, where they're coming from, um, might help. And then also reaching out to other people in their support network so that you can support them in different ways, because maybe, someone is a really good class friend of theirs at school and this is something that's being triggered by the fact that they're really struggling in class or someone is a good home friend of theirs and this is something that's happening in their personal life or family life at at home that you don't know about and that is triggering these behaviors and so just saying hey you know I think you know this person could use your support right now um, because if something was going on with any of you guys, I would want to know about it, whether it was from you or from any of your friends at school or, you know, even your mom, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think your mom would text me, maybe. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's all good advice. I think a piece I want to touch on is what you were saying at the beginning, Savannah, about sometimes it's easy to make like other people's problems your entire life not saying don't immerse yourself in it and try and support your friends I think if it comes to a point where it's like you can't focus on your own thing not to be selfish but understand your own boundaries and that's why you have to like rely on some other people or get other people involved so you can have that support but I do think in like school settings I would have to like review and get more information to see like where this person is in their life at the moment but I think in school settings it can be so easy for like a friend to be going through like a problem and then people just to drop them. At least yeah. I can think of a few like in college, I felt like, oh, this person, like, I want to say went off the deep end or like engaged in different behaviors. I don't know if it's mental health related or not, but I think it's so easy for people just to say, I'm just going to not be friends with them anymore, but this is causing me stress. So I'm just going to cut them off. And I think that's always like coming from a selfish perspective. And this person is clearly struggling because you said it's mental health related. So I would say be compassionate, be kind and supportive as best you can. And then, like you both said, reach out to someone, some other people so it's not all on you. 
like mm-hmm. Sydney just said, that's what I meant when I said bad mentality because I feel like some people would just be like, oh, this person isn't fun anymore. Yes. Bye. Like I'm cutting them off. And I think that you pretty much just touched on it. Um, if someone, if they have other close friends, it might feel like, oh, I'm like betraying this person by telling other people. But I feel like it really does take a community to solve problems. You can't handle everything on your own. Like that's a lot. So I feel like don't be afraid to tell people who are actually trustworthy. Yeah. You're not going to tell the friend who talks about them every five seconds, (laughs) but someone who is actually a trustworthy person. Real quickly. Do you think the factor of the mental health plays a huge aspect in, like, how you would handle the situation? Because if it was, like, a friend who wasn't going through mental health struggles and, like, was doing the same things, do you think you would be willing to, I guess, like, cut them off more quickly? Or is that still just, like, do the same things? I mean, I think mental health does influence it because you know this person when they are healthy and you like them and trust them, I'm assuming. So you know, when they're reaching a point where like they are in an unhealthy place, like still being your friend, still being their friend would be important to me. Um, you know, just loyalty is important too. And, um, going the mile for your friend is important, but, uh, but I guess it depends on like, yeah, the context, yeah, the extent of how some of these behaviors might also be impacting you. Um, yeah. And I think, too, a lot of people don't openly talk about their mental health issues. So it's so I wouldn't even be able to assume that they are dealing with something. I think that even if someone isn't diagnosed with depression or overstimulating anxiety, that we all have issues like we all go through our ups and downs with our own mental health. So I feel like even if it's not a diagnosed problem, if they're abusing drugs and whatnot, then maybe they're going through something too. And I just don't know. Yeah. I feel like I've had two circumstances where it's very clearly been like a larger, like mental health Mm -hmm. problem where like later on, like diagnoses were made and then like treatment was sought out and things like and then later, like their behaviors genuinely changed and stuff. And um, and one of those friends I'm still friends with and one I'm not that I can think of. And so it's kind of and they weren't necessarily, you know, engaging in all these like same behaviors and stuff. But um, but where like our friendship was impacted because like their mental health was at a low. And um, and yeah, and they like both cases uh received, you know, help from mental health professionals and things like that. Um, and so for me, knowing that like I stuck around, um, hopefully, you know, it has for the better, like impacted our friendship. Um, and yeah, because those things really are out of people's control. And so building that level of trust at the foundation of it is definitely important, um, thing to have. If you want strong relationships and you you want to be happy because this person could get better with help. And like, you know, you, you might've lost a great Don't be friend. coming back around. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's all great advice. So let us know how it goes and keep us updated and we'll provide an update on the podcast. But thank you so much, Ellie, for coming in and joining us. We know it was early. We woke you up 
to come record today. <laughs> um, looking forward to more good times. And I'm glad the podcast got to meet you. Yes. I feel like you guys who are listening, you got a little bit of a taste of what our relationship is like with Ellie because we got a little deep in the end and like within this conversation. So give us a like, leave us a comment um, if you're watching this on YouTube, as well as please give us a rating. Um, preferred if it was five stars, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your judgment. But thank you everyone for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.